File transfer complete. This is the Arizona Podcast. Stories about the people, places, and events found along the highways and back roads of the Grand Canyon State. Hey there, and welcome to the Arizona Podcast. Today, we spotlight the city of Winslow, Arizona. I'll also be speaking with the mayor of Winslow, the Honorable Roberta Cano. We'll talk about the diversity in cultures, environments, and of course, preparations for the Route 66 Centennial in 2026. This edition of the Arizona Podcast being brought to you in part by ESET, the best and award-winning comprehensive multi-platform security for all aspects of your digital life. Whatever you do online, stay protected with ESET Internet Security. And the Marriott Bonvoy card by Chase, where you earn points and elite night credits, plus a free night stay every anniversary with the Marriott Bonvoy Boundless card. And by Passport America, the original and world's largest 50% discount camping club, where you can save at over 1,200 quality campgrounds across America, including almost 100 right here in Arizona and at the Take It Easy RV Park in Winslow. To learn more, visit ArizonaPodcast.com and follow the links to start saving today. That's ArizonaPodcast.com. The city of Winslow and a moment with the mayor, Roberta Cano, is next in this edition of the Arizona Podcast. Every year, hundreds of public safety officers and roadside workers are injured or killed while helping stranded motorists. Arizona's move-over law requires all drivers to move over a lane of traffic for any stationary vehicle with flashing lights. If unsafe to change lanes, slow down. This includes first responders, tow trucks, and stranded motorists. Give public safety officers and roadside workers the space they need to do their jobs. Move over every vehicle, every time. And today we're talking about the city of Winslow, Arizona, a small town with big adventures. Now, Winslow was incorporated back in 1900. It's just about 100 miles west of the New Mexico border on Interstate 40, sits at just under 5,000 feet elevation, and covers just about 13 square miles. Now, Winslow is home to a multitude of attractions, including a stop on the Mother Road at the famed Standing on the Corner Park. It's made famous by the band The Eagles with their 1972 hit song, Take It Easy. Not familiar with the lyrics? Well, I'm standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. It's a girl, my lord, in a flatbed Ford slowing down to take a look at me. The park, with the flatbed Ford, was created by the city back in 1999 to add to the magic of the city of Winslow. And it's estimated that over 100,000 people visit this site every year myself included, and like many of us, have that photo of standing on the corner posted on our social media. Now, the Hotel La Posada is a must-see and a must-stay if you're in the area. Built back in the 1920s, it is definitely iconic, and after its renovation, has become one of the top hotels in the Southwest. It is set in a restored railroad hotel built by the Santa Fe Railway. This beautiful southwestern-style hotel lies next to the Winslow Amtrak Station and just a few minutes' walk from Winslow's Route 66 Park. Now, if you're not in the mood to stay in a hotel, if you want to camp, paddleboard, and kayak, McHood Park and Clear Creek are a must-see. 
If you stay close to town and want a nice cold one after a hot day, can I suggest the iconic Relic Road Brewing Company? Fried pickles are on the menu. Hey, if you're not going to make a stop at the majestic painted desert and petrified forest east of Winslow, I strongly encourage you drive just a little bit north of Winslow to the Little Painted Desert Park, giving you a view and not so crowded. Now, what's even more exciting is the Meteor Crater. It is the best preserved Meteor Crater site on Earth. Don't forget to take the old way to get there by stopping by Meteor City off Interstate 40 at exit 239. And it's home of the now closed but roadside photo worthy Meteor City Trading Post. Movie trivia here. This was a site used in the movie Starman back in 84 when Starman meets Mark Sherman from SETI. I've created my top 10 list of must-sees in Winslow and they're posted on ArizonaPodcast.com. Simply look for Winslow Arizona Podcast or you can search for show 2202 for details. Of course, there are twice as many things to see and do in Winslow, and I encourage you to visit this little gem of a city the next time you're on the highway. Up next, a moment with the mayor, the Honorable Roberta Bertie Cano. Next, on the Arizona Podcast. Did you know that if you shift your spending to an Arizona business, you're also helping your local economy? Whether you're shopping for food, grabbing a quick item from a store, or searching for a local service provider, a simple shift on your part can help support and improve the quality of life for everyone. In baseball terms, when you support the hometown team, you're supporting your hometown family. Go to shiftarizona.com. This message is brought to you by Bedmart, an Arizona business proudly supporting Local First Arizona. Officially, it's Roberta Wilcox Cano. She is the mayor of Winslow, Arizona, but she goes by the nickname of Birdie. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited for today. Me too. There is so much that I want to talk to you about. I mean, you're a hometown girl there in Winslow. You've been living there. You moved out. You went to Yuma. You became a corrections officer. And then you got married. And then you came back (laughs) to the city of Winslow and you said, I want to be a part of this. I just wanted to bring you into the conversation early because you are such a delight. And my father taught me, like many parents would do, if you're not part of the solution, you are certainly part of the problem. I think you took that to heart. I have to brag about you if you don't mind. The only question that popped into my head first was why. You hold a few interesting titles. You, pr- yes. you proudly sit in a position of mayor as the first Native American, the first Navajo, the first Native American Navajo woman mayor of Winslow. What took so long? What a wonderful community, and it should be represented by someone that can work with all the people of the city. You're elected. I'm surprised it took so long, but welcome. And what are you doing in the city of Winslow? Oh my goodness, where do I start? So um, I, I heard a couple different things that you're wanting to know about. Well, it's my motive. Born and raised in Winslow, Arizona. Uh, left because, you know, we're a small community. There's not a lot of opportunities here. I went on, made a life for myself. You know, at a certain point when my kids were very young, I decided that they needed to grow up like I did. Family all around, friends, culture, just just the root. I recognized that 
it wouldn't get that where we where we were living in Yuma. Beautiful culture, though, you know, obviously, but it would never be the same as what I experienced. Uh, so I moved back in 2005, easily able to transfer from the Yuma prison to the Winslow prison, state prison. I just kind of felt like, wow, Winslow's got a lot to offer why are we spinning our wheels? Why are we stagnant? You know, it just really boggled me because we have so many great amenities. We have a railroad. We have a beautiful airport. We are on I-40. We've got just land. I mean, it's the opportunity was there. And I just it boggled my mind why we couldn't grow and prosper. So fast forward a few years, I switch careers and I start working for the city. We just had a old thinking kind of status quo. Everything's fine. We're good. Never really had the right people to lead the charge to tap into what I knew we could be. So it just got very frustrating because I'm I'm working for the city and I'm thinking, man, somebody really should do something about this. No wonder we're not growing. No wonder these businesses keep passing us by. No wonder we're not, you know. Mm. And so it's that point in your life where you say, if not you, then who? Then who? If not now, then when? So, yeah, if you know what the problem is. You better get in there and do something about it. And so the thing about uh, the first Native woman, the first Native person to ever be a mayor in Winslow was just something I learned about working for the city. I It really just boggled my mind. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, it was just a bonus to me. But the first thing I decided was things have to change here. And I'm, I know how to do it or I know how to get started. I know how to plant the seed to make it happen and then it just so happens to be that you know i am of native descent and it's about time good for (laughs) you trailblazing yes yes absolutely yeah and and to to understand the history of of winslow mary and i have both taken the time to learn about uh, as much as we can about the state of arizona and its people and its communities its cities and what they do and what they don't want to do it just warms my heart when you speak with people that want to see change, and I'm not talking politically like you hear on all the ads on radio and television. I'm talking about people that really have a heart and a passion for what they're doing. They love their community. They want to see the change happen on multi-levels. I mean, I can only imagine sitting in the mayor's seat. You are like the head of the Chamber of Commerce. You're the head of the Junior Chamber of Commerce. You're the, the head of the police department. You're in charge of everything that happens within the city and the community you've been elected to. And then you've got to come up with ideas. And one of the biggest things for any city is commerce. So how do you do that? How do you bring people in? Uh, How do you make them combine? Of course, we're going to tie this in. Uh, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to make you brag about Old Route 66 and what the city has done uh, to invite people. And we're so excited uh, to be a part of the series of Route 66, too, as it begins to celebrate its centennial in 2026. So I can only imagine that you and the city of Winslow have it on your on your burner, if not the front burner, the back burner, of ideas and more ways of bringing the millions of people that will be traveling during the centennial into the city of Winslow. Absolutely. That is like the biggest party we're going to have in Winslow. What I did for the city when I worked prior to being elected, I was called the community services coordinator, which was pretty much like the party planner for the city. (laughs) So, so I've got this, you know, I, I, I could throw a party in a week. Let me tell you, but um, no, it's just a blessing. I think what Winslow has is just this energy and it's even more so now more so that things are really kind of moving and happening and slowly changing and just kind of making 
making a, a difference in, in people's lives. People are paying attention. There was this apathy before where, oh, that's just who we are. That's just how we are. You know, nothing's ever going to change. And not today. I, I'm telling you, there's this like revitalization of, of like attitudes and um, just people wanting to do better and, and have more. And that's kind of my whole point of wanting Winslow to grow and prosper is because I loved growing up here. I just couldn't stay. I couldn't sustain. Right. And that's the ultimate goal is that our young people want to stay in Winslow. You know, they ha- they can have a career here. They don't have to move to Phoenix or L.A. or anywhere else in the in the you know United States. Everything's right here, and it's a great place to raise your children. I mean, we had the most tight knit group of people and all cultures. I mean, I really want to stress just how cohesive everybody is in the city. It's just a beautiful melting pot and you, you just really can't duplicate that anywhere else. In my opinion, I can't say I've done that, but I know what I, what my childhood was like and it was wonderful. And that's why I had to bring my kids back. Mary and I are based out of Ford Mojave. We like water. That's our big thing. We, we, right. uh-huh. we, we paddleboard and we, uh, kayak and and that's what we like and trust me this was like the place for us to go when you leave somewhere like San Diego. I love Winslow and its and its surroundings. I, I won't bore you too much. In the summer of 1969, the family packed up and we made our way from Cleveland, Ohio to Los Angeles, California. Now, along the way, my father decided that we had to stop at every watering hole and every trading company and every everywhere he would take us. But it really wasn't until we crossed the border into Arizona that I came alive. And I don't mean because we got closer to California. I distinctly remember at nine years old, and I won't tell you how old I am, but that was a long time ago. (laughs) I still remember crossing the border into Arizona and going to Chief Yellow Horse Trading Company. I remember Mm -hmm. going into the city of Winslow. I remember Meteor City Trading Company. And the and the domed restaurant and the and and everything that there was and then there was a petrified forest and the painted desert and the meteor crater, and as we proceeded making our way west, those are the things that really stuck out to me, and it was one of those things that I, I need you to know that when I told Miss Mary the quest is to make our way back on Route 66, and trust me, COVID came in and wiped out a whole lot of our bucket list ideas simply because traveling wasn't an option. I think surviving was more important. And yes. (laughs) So just so you know, Winslow is our last stop. We made it from Santa Monica Pier and we take it in steps as we made our way across um, uh, California and Arizona. Like 10 million other people, I could look at the picture right here on the wall and it's me standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona, Just like the song says, I have that photo, like millions of other people, of standing on that corner in Winslow. Again, a boom to the city that got people to come in and see the city of Winslow that maybe they weren't aware of. You're right on the hub of 40. So you, and I don't know if you were part of that back in the party planning of of bringing the Eagles (laughs) tune to life. But tell me, what other plans are there to bring people? Our, I wasn't a part of the original Standing on the Corner Foundation. It was trailblazers from like the, the mid-90s, early 90s to uh, about the 
early 2000s that thought of that concept, just figured out a way to bring people off of 40. Mm-hmm. You know, we had, we already had the song. It was kind of a thing. And, you know, we just had people who were brilliant and said, oh my gosh, we have this great corner downtown. Why don't we market that and say, you know, there this is. is the location. So I'm going to give you a quick little fun tip. Every mother, you know, that's uh, my mother and her generation says that she's the girl in the flatbed four. <laughs> so <laughs> they all have that claim to fame. I'm like, well, how many of you were on that corner? My goodness. Anyways. Yeah, it's hilarious. But yeah, every uh, woman of a certain age says that they're the the girl in the flatbed. In the Ford. flatbed Ford, yeah. And, yes, and, and yes. for those listening, the whole concept of the the Arizona podcast is to get you to come to Arizona and to get you to come see these things. Every city has something they want to invite you to come see. Right. But the whole concept of the Eagles song taking off the way they did—I mean, what four lines? Uh, in, right. yes. in, in the song, and all of a sudden, there's a spot in Arizona, and Arizona says, hey, come in and look. The restaurants are flourishing in Winslow. It's officially called the Standing on the Corner Park, correct? They, they yes. have given yes. it a name. Uh, you have your First Street Pathway Park. You have so many little things that people can come to. They could probably spend an entire day. Oh, I, totally. And your, your Relic Road Brewing Company... I like I wouldn't know what that is. <laughs> right. No, I it that we have several restaurants downtown. It's so alive and just energetic. There's people up and down the streets. I remember before I forty came through as a little kid, the hustle and bustle of our downtown area. I remember going to the drugstore and getting a little soda and you know people just coming in tourists it was it was lively it was energetic it was my parents used to go dancing every weekend it was just the quintessential route 66 experience right um and then in the 80s when the you know when uh, i-40 came through it just ended and in the early 90s the all of our downtown was boarded up. It was very, it was a very depressing time. Right. And that's, you know, about the time when I'm going off in the world. And, you know, I that that's really where you think, man, there's nothing here for me at all. So you got to move on. But I, I tell you with the, the, just the movement of Route 66, where people are just recognizing what a wonderful experience that was. I mean, you just shared with me what you went through, like, going to all these places and seeing all these things that you never realized was in the United States. You know, it's just a wonderful thing. So I got to brag on two things. Please do. You mentioned water. (laughs) You mentioned water. And when Winslow is high desert, so we don't have a ton of trees. We're, you know, we don't have the Sororos. We're, we're a very special dry desert climate, but still all the same beautiful. We have the little painted desert where, you know, we definitely have our perks. We do have this park. It's called McCood Park, and it it hosts the Clear Creek. Yes. And you would never believe that amount of of water could be in this kind of desert region. Is this the the secret that I'm I'm thinking of? This is an actual place where every year you have an event where people come out and sit in the water, stand on the water with their paddle boards, and camp and have an, an entire weekend. Yes. That's, yes. I mean, that's the park, McCood Park. Yes. Midhood Park and Clear Creek kayaking. I mean, fishing. It's it's fabulous. People just, you know, we used to go there every single day and go swimming, and it was a very strict locals only attitude. But today we have guests, and we're we're happy to have as many guests as we as we receive every year. It's just packed with people. I have to tell you, your your local community and 
And again, I use the word commerce. I mean, you have a lot of people trying to bring people to Winslow. I've, I don't know how they found me. It must have been on uh, on our Instagram page or, or maybe even Twitter. I got an invitation to be a part of the McHood Park. Um, and my wife and I, hoping that we can get the time off, would be kind of fun. You have the opportunity to camp there that weekend and then be part of this event. Is this the same one I'm thinking of? You know, we started it in 2019. It's called Clear Creek Days, a two-day festival kids events i mean you know stand up paddleboard races kayak races it was a very sports oriented you know and driven event but we also had bands later in the evening we had uh food vendors and things like that but since covid started you know the next year we kind of put a hold on it and we just haven't really had the momentum or ability to start it up again well now that i'm in and i i was kind of one of the key players in making it happen so now that i'm not in that capacity anymore anymore it's it's really good you know we need all the help we can get we'll find the right person to help spearhead the next one and it'll be fantastic i I can only imagine how much fun that can be you like i said you guys are always um, always creative and innovative. And I find that um, probably having your background of staying in control, leadership, and then being a party planner, <laughs> you you certainly are <laughs> going to bring more and more people to it. Uh, the other one people may not be aware of, I mean, we have the Painted Desert and the Petrified Forest, which to me are always going to be one in one. I mean, they're, it, mm-hmm. it, they're yes. inclusive. But the city of Winslow uh, is very proud of the Little Painted Desert County Park. So yes. share with our, our listeners, please, what that is. Well, it's just a little extension of the Painted Desert. You can actually see it from high vantage points in Winslow. It's gorgeous. You just look off into the background, and it's it's it, your quintessential Arizona experience. You could be pretty much anywhere in Winslow and kind of look in that direction and and see you know the beauty of it so it's just another amenity and some people really genuinely appreciate just that landscape that you know the different colors and yes go hike it you know it's it's just one of our our many things that we can offer people that want to come and stay a few days with us and actually what i what i like to promote with um all of our guests is that you know what winslow is our hub of adventure You have four directions of adventure in Winslow, Arizona, north, south, east, west. You can drive for maybe say 60 miles and be in a totally different climate, a different scenery, a different experience. And I feel like stay, do another direction the next day. I, you know, you really just are in the central area of so many different parts of and, and experiences of Arizona. So stay a week, stay two weeks, you know, yeah. it's, it's the spot where you can like home base and then just explore everywhere in Arizona. The one thing I noticed to me, and again, I always tried not to be too political. The state of California is a hashtag together. It would be epic fail. And, and uh, that is to me, because I travel from, uh, the Colorado River, uh, Mojave Valley area to San Diego quite often. And I have mm-hmm. found many of the many back roads are so much easier to drive than. So I like the two lane roads. I love old Route 66. I love making my way from the Arizona border through Amboy and then out to 29 Palms. So desert roads don't bother me at all. But my sadness, and it's leading to a question to you, Bertie, is there are stretches of Route 66 in California that are so dilapidated you wouldn't drive it. And there's uh, two stretches between um, Ludlow, between Ludlow, Daggett, 
where you can't go because the bridge washed out 10 years ago and it still hasn't been replaced. And from Amboy to uh, uh, to Needles, uh, there's a long stretch, 20-mile stretch that you can't travel. Uh, That road's been closed again probably 10 years or so. So I'm really hoping that California will step up to the plate as they are the end of Route 66 on its journey of the Mother Road. But what I have found, and I want to congratulate you, mostly every part of Route 66 in Arizona that we have traveled is travelable. They're taken care of. I've taken that stretch from, you know, Oatman to Kingman, which, uh, and you know, it's a white knuckle on occasion, but the roads are still nice. And that's where I wanted to come back to you. You're taking care of downtown. You're promoting Route 66. What is Winslow doing or planning to do bringing out the welcome map for all those millions that will travel the centennial? Luckily, I mean, you know, there are stretches in Arizona that, you know, you can go off to the side. It's mostly like, especially in my area, there's still old uh, stretches of Route 66, the original Route 66 that kind of have fallen off the wayside and turned into dirt roads and things like that. But coming off of I-40 into Winslow, Arizona, we have two one-way streets, 2nd and 3rd Street, and they're both considered Route 66. Preservation is is key. And, and obviously, it's going to always be maintained and always be our pride and joy because they host a, a slew of businesses, homes, it's just kind of our central location for people to come in and out of Winslow. You know, like I said, the four directions of adventure, you're going in and out of on Route 66. You're going to have to touch it at some point yeah, to are. do any of those four directions. No, and, and, and that's the thing. Um, standing on the corner park got us revitalized, but Route 66 is is our, our lifeblood. It's it's just phenomenal. The amount of people that come through every day, the amount of tourism, just the interest that people have about that classic, you know, experience like you were describing with your family. Yeah. They just want that back to basics. You can still remember, again, nine years old, Interstate 40 hadn't even been invented yet. Right. So right. You, you had to travel those roads and, and you know, go east of you. Um, there was Tucumcari, New Mexico. We stayed there mm-hmm. one evening, and they are doing a revitalization as well. There's a halfway point. Every every community is doing something for this huge centennial. I am hoping that every city along the way will take pride and maybe bug the Arizona Department of Roads uh, and Transportation to come out and help in the revitalization. There's just going to be way too many people on the highways. My fear <coughs> is probably your fear as well, all those little communities that want to see that revitalization, it won't happen unless you take care of the road to get them there. So I'm hoping that people just don't stay on Interstate 40 and say, nah, I'll deal with that on the way back. Or, oh, I'll, I'll look at that when I do something else. The problem with uh, Interstate 40, which I'm not saying is a problem, but in this case, it allows you to go at a very high rate of speed and you can get from one point A to point B very quick. I think everyone should take a moment and travel old Route 66 and support each community that you travel through. Even if you stop just to take a photo, you know, go in and buy a Slim Jim if you want. I don't, just be part of the process of revitalization of such, uh, the Mother Road is going to become dilapidated. But as long as I'm alive, I want to be a part of that 2026 centennial. I am, Mary and I have been talking about the opportunity maybe of, 
of stopping in communities and doing a podcast live uh, during. Oh, that'd be great! You know, yes, just yes. To, just to be a part of the magic. I was speaking with the mayor of Williams, and John was telling me, as mayor, uh, I told him I would love the opportunity to you know tip my cowboy hat and and shake hands after doing the interview. And he said, you know, I'll try to make an appointment and make that happen. He said, are you kidding? Any evening after 6 p.m., you'll find me in the street shaking hands with visitors. Oh, that's I what, love it, yeah. that, I think that's what people don't understand about small-time living in, right. in Arizona. Yeah, you have Phoenix, and, and you have the big cities, Mesa and the like. Uh, Tucson's kind of big. Flagstaff's kind of big. But you get into those small towns, you get to meet people like you, Bertie, who are are really anxious to invite people to come see what you have to offer. Yes. No, I love that. That And that's real. You know, if we're having a big celebration, I'm probably going to be in our downtown Route 66 Plaza DJing. I had a vision of you scratching. It was kind of fun to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, no, I, I am totally engaged in my community. Um, I try to make it to everything I'm invited to. I And that's why I did it. I love it. I have no problem. It's not a chore. I'm in. I'm invested in the city. And I think people come here and feel it. They see that, you know, these people are, are onto something. They they got it going on here. You know, come here. We'll we'll meet. We'll go have a, a nice lunch. We'll break bread together. Maybe have a beer. You know, oh, we'll have a good time. I love but, the yeah, idea of sharing I'm a long humble. neck. Yes. I, I'll do it on a night yes. that you're DJing downtown. And then that, right, that, yeah. that'll be the complete package for me. I'll, I'll just be in a little bit of hog heaven. But I hope as things go along here and, and the Arizona podcast, which is just in its infancy, will have graduated to adulthood by 2026. And we'll be able to, like I said, uh, journey into these small towns again and really enjoy what Route 66 has to offer. I think it's me out here, and I can literally say this on the podcast, and you'll get a chuckle out of it when I say there are some really awesome uh, mayors along Route 66, and we actually have one mayor that's an ass. So you can say that if you... (laughs) I love it. Yes. The honorary mayor of Oatman and people come in and they go, what are you talking about? I'm like, if you've never been to, if you've never been to (laughs) Oatman, you, you won't get it, but go to, go, go to Oatman and ask to talk to the mayor and you'll find out what an ass the mayor is. I'm only a hop, skip and a jump from Oatman. I still get a kick going by and seeing that small town and what they do as well. Do all the mayors along route 66 or those in charge do you guys communicate? Do you come up with ideas? Do you share time together? Or is it, do you stay in your own community? We we do reach out whenever, you know, we have things to share or, you know, events to promote. We, we definitely, you know, have meetings and things that we kind of come together and try to figure out solutions for some of our small town problems. But um, yeah, no, that's one of the things I really want to work on, especially going east with our our uh, partner or our, you know, sister cities, just our, our communities right down the road, Joseph City and Holbrook. They're both right. kind of similar to Winslow, have great Route 66 historic right. features. And I just really, you know, have love for that small town community. And I want to be able to promote them and support them and they'll come and do the same. We got to stick together, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes our bigger... Our bigger communities, our cities get, you know, a lot of the attention and it's about time we kind of join forces and come become unified and, 
you know, make make a voice for ourselves. I was completely amazed to find out that the meteor crater itself is not a national park. It's not run by the state. It's actually no. private. It's privately owned. And I was, yes. I was not aware of that until, of course, we went to the meteor crater again. So it's it's kind of interesting to see that. I'll call that big business. That is a big hole. The the meteor crater is a big <laughs> hole. Um, they too invite people. Like I said, for those that don't know, just west of Winslow is uh, Meteor City. And and for yes. those that are saying, what is Meteor City? There's one building at Meteor City. It has its own on-ramp and off-ramp. And I think the trading company there is still closed. Nothing Nothing has yes, moved yes. there yet. But it's still kind of fun to pull off and take a photo if you want. But Meteor City, for those that watched movies in the 80s, there was a movie called Starman. And yes. Starman, believe it or not, traveled Route 66. Uh, at that time in the movie, I believe they did a whole lot on Interstate 40. But, you know, from the Starman making his way to the Meteor Crater, for those that haven't seen the movie, that uh, spoiler alert, he goes to the Meteor Crater. Um, the restaurant uh, they use in the scene of the movie uh, is that trading company. It's a domed building next to a trading store. And they use that, which I thought would also keep that alive. I was kind of hoping that would revitalize. That, that Right, right, yeah. We bring it up quite often. Um, uh, on Maui, we, we always say, you know, pack it in, pack it out. And, and if you see somebody forgot, pack it out for them. Uh, when you're out either standing on the corner park or McHood uh, Park, even just out exploring and hiking, uh, pick up after yourself. Let's keep the let's keep the, the sure. trails clean for everybody. And that's the one thing we noticed when we went through Winslow. It's a very clean town. Um, there's a lot Good. of pride. There's a lot of yeah. pride there. Yes. The standing on the corner park was just immaculate. I mean, there was just nothing. There was no no trash, no garbage, no cigarette butts. Everything was just kind of like you wondered. We came on a weekday off season, and and it was still taken care of. So, pat your uh, your department on the back for us. That that oh, means thank you. No, and that, the, that's and the great. Community. That's wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's just one of those areas we realize we get so many visitors, and it could be any time of year. It could be snowing, freezing cold. There is always someone on that corner snapping a picture. So yeah, it's just been a blessing. Well, we lucked um, out. We lucked out when we went. There was uh, maybe two or three other couples that had made it, uh-huh. and everybody was kind to each other. It wasn't like the Las Vegas sign where there's like a million people and they're all yelling at you to hurry up and take your photo. They all kind of work together and make sure they're not in the shot while you're trying to recreate that moment on the corner. Before I let you go, Bertie, what's the mm-hmm. future? What is the future of Winslow? Oh my gosh, our future is bright. Let me tell you. I'm going to do one more quick brag okay. and then, then you'll see where <laughs> this is going. Winslow was chosen out of thousands of cities for a, a HGTV spin-off series called Hometown Kickstart. Oh. So we actually have an episode out there of a transformation of a public space, a citizen's re- home, their their kitchen was renovated, and a business. So, you know, we had been working on putting this video together for over the last summer, you know, just kind of made the cut, made the cut. And finally, they picked us as one of the six cities across the United States that would have their own episode of Hometown Kickstart. Well, good for you. So, yes. No, it's been a blessing. And, oh, man, the... 
what they did is phenomenal. So please, everybody that's listening, come to Winslow, see our art car project, um, and visit the Ruper Stand, which is another famous corner. Uh, you'll get the best chili fries you ever had in your life. <laughs> and then right along the way, on your way to Ruper Stand is the home of a hometown hero that had his home renovated, as you know, as stated uh, for, for this HGTV show. So our episode is called Twins Win Winslow, and it's uh, celebrities from HGTV that came and, you know, just helped us kind of get that kickstart going. Wonderful. So um, with that, I feel like we are getting so much interest in just some of the land we have for sale, older buildings that need, you know, just some love and care. People are saying, How, you know, we want to come and open this, you know, new store or restaurant or there's just, like I said, an energy here that is, is unprecedented from anything that I've ever experienced. Minus when I was a little kid and Route 66 was still, you know, full on going. I know, I know 100% that this town is, is on its way just to this evolution that's that's going to change everything from this point on. I spent a little bit more time on you than I've done with a lot of my uh, my guests, just oh. because just because. Well, thank of, you. <laughs> <laughs> was learning about, like I said, where you've been, uh, and where you are now, and what you plan on doing in the future, and what you've done. All cities have um, a trial and tribulation. Uh, community outreach is one of the toughest things that any mayor has to deal with is is getting people to work with the city, getting people to work with the police department. And and to tie that in, um, I'm going by notes in my head because for some reason I can't find the notes in front of me. Your husband is a peace officer, correct? Yes, yes. He's okay. a lieutenant with the Winslow PD. So that has to be a boon in your favor that you can now get that city hall to police department to community outreach where maybe previous administrations or uh, previous years hasn't been able to be done. So I hats off to you, Bertie, for, for jumping in there. Again, you are the living and breathing example of if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. You jumped in right, there yes. and, and, and I am proud of you. I've never met you, but I am so proud of you. And I'm proud that I've been able to talk with you and learn more about you in the city. Um, I promise you, may, uh, I will call you, or I think I have your text number around here somewhere. Yes. And I will let you know when Mary and I pick up again. So Perfect. just so everybody knows, yes, I will be zipping uh, down the 40 all the way until we get to Winslow, then pick up where we left off. Uh, Absolutely. I want to. I want to come by. I want to have. I want to try the chili fries, but maybe we'll plan it in advance. And I would love to. Okay. I'd love to have that beer with you, and I would certainly love to watch you DJ <laughs> in the center of town. Right. Right. Yes. No. Absolutely. I was just gonna say we haven't met, but we can fix that. Easily. Let's let's do that. Then, yes. like I said, we our our plan is to make it all the way to Chicago before anything else happens or some ungodly pandemic that jumps into us. So, right, right. Roberta, I don't know. Do we just simply call you Birdie? Do we call you Roberta? You can Mayor? call me Birdie. Yes. Can I call you Birdie? Yeah. Um, Listen, I'm just a regular person. Never had any kind of political aspirations. I'm yeah. just a, a regular person. You just seem you like know, you're you're can... the living example of a hometown girl, aren't you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? In the process, 
here I am. <laughs> you know, again, it's just it's just one of those things that you know what you gotta you gotta take the plunge. You gotta try. You gotta you know. Yeah, be part you of. Can't just you can Yeah, be part of the solution. Be a part Absolutely. of the solution. I love it. Right. I hope the people that are listening will will not zip by Winslow uh, on their way not. down to Fort. I want in. you to pull over, go in and look. <laughs> if you're not familiar with the Eagles song, go listen to it again. And then right. you say, hey, I got a picture on the corner of Winslow, Arizona on a flatbed And Ford. you know what? If I'm downtown, I will take your picture. I want you. I'm downtown you're gonna, all the time. I got an idea. Let's <laughs> let's do this. Let's get a key to the flatbed Ford. You can okay. drive the Ford with Mary. And then we'll get a okay. photo and two girls will be looking at me on the, right? there on you the go. corner. Right, Winslow- Hey, how lucky, you're, how lucky is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, listen, Bertie, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. Thank you for your time. This was fun, wonderful. And I'm just thrilled to meet you. Come to Winkler, Arizona. You can take it easy or you can take it to the limit. Program terminated. Thank you for listening to the Arizona Podcast. For more information on our podcasts, the people, places, events, or the sponsors heard, visit ArizonaPodcast.com. Available for download everywhere.